want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them give their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at, at AskAdamTorres for all of my updates on the book releases and also book tour schedule, all of that good stuff. Love to connect with you there. I'm really excited to have Lawrence Bell on the line. He is the principal of Advisor Solutions, LLC. Uh, Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Nice to meet you, talk to you, look forward to our journey together. Absolutely. And I um I mean the list of your credentials, I you have the you cover the uh alphabet soup. Uh <laughs> I, I can't even read them all. I'll just I'll I'll keep it to a couple of them with your uh J D, your C F P, uh C L U, uh lot lot of different things going on here. The only reason I, I bring those out is because uh, Larry's gonna share a lot of his knowledge today and background in finance. Um, but before that, Larry, I'd like to get a little bit more uh, into your background in business. How did you get started? Thank you so much. Um, I went to law school and passed the bar in 1974, and I worked in uh, private law firms for about 25 years. I would get bored, and I reinvented myself about every five years, going from estate planning to estate planning closely held businesses to benefit planning to international uh, tax, and then ultimately into the insurance industry. So it's uh, I'm all about multidisciplinary arrangements, and there's no one just one right answer. It's a matter of listening to the client and coming up with the approach that works best for them. I love that thought process of reinventing yourself every five years. Um, I think a lot of the people listening, especially, uh, you know, people that are just uh, entering the workforce or maybe a couple years in, I don't know how familiar they are with that concept. What is, let, let's start on your end. What does reinventing yourself um, in, in, in the workplace look like? Um, well, it can be pretty, but not always. What what you do is you're working on your tools. And then as you have your training and your core competencies, you then may take that into different factual situations so that what you have learned in your previous experiences can add to the thought process and the deliverable that you are providing one of the things a mentor shared with me that I always remind myself, not only as a businessman, but also as a parent, and that is listen to understand, not to respond, and that has held me in good pace as I continue to go forward. I like it. And, you know, if somebody was out there concerned Considering reinventing themselves, and and one and I like I like your thought process of reinventing yourself because what you're doing is you're building off of your your previous skills to then further serve a need, but a lot of times within the same niche. So you're it's not like saying okay you were um, you know you were working in the financial advisor space or as a lawyer. And then you broke off to that and you wanted to start, I don't know, um, becoming a, you know, computer programmer or, or coder. 
Um, I like kind of your thoughtful process on adding these skills up. If somebody was out there right now just considering, you know, what, you know, they may want to add to their skill set and reinvent themselves, what kind of general advice would you give them? Like what would be a first step? Um, Take risk. Now, having said that, be mindful of the cards that you have and wherever possible, have someone to be accountable to and or being a mentor. People have commented on the successes I've had, and I have pointed out that I have I have had those successes because I have made mistakes along the way. It's a matter of trying to keep those damages to keep those mistakes to a minimum. So just a, a word and a thought to go forward. No, that's great. And uh, and, and there's always going to be some type of risk involved with reinventing yourself, whether it's, um, you know, how you're looked at by your peers. It's like, oh, wait, you're doing what now? Or, or it could be a financial risk. I mean, there's a lot of different types of risks. Um, that come from the thought process of reinventing yourself. I can think of in my career many times when I, when I either moved to a new firm or I started working with another client base or something different. Um, that five-year time span, I, I, I think I really like that. I've never heard anybody say it from that standpoint. Um, it seems to my, like when I think about it in my, my place, I say every five years, that was kind of uh, in retrospect. I'm not claiming I had that vision uh, in advance. Um, that's probably how it happened for me in a lot of my career. Um, let's, uh, let's change gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit more about, um, what you're doing currently with, uh, advisor solutions. Uh, what do you, what do you do and how do you help your clients? Adam, what I have developed is a multidisciplinary approach to assisting clients, whether those clients are large publicly held companies closely held companies or nonprofit organizations, both international or national. There's three things that clients want. They want to know what the problem is. They want to know what the answer is. And they want to know how much it costs. To be humorous for a second, they generally want those three items in the opposite order. <laughs> True. <laughs> Have, having said that, it's a matter of listening to the client, I come to the table from my previous experiences drawing upon legal, tax, financial, accounting, actuarial, insurance, and casualty coverage. So that many of the companies that I've described are constantly dealing with this miasma of regulations. The regulations are always subject to change or are always changing. So I have ended up becoming a generalist in specialist areas. I am licensed to practice law. However, what I do now is go in and problem solve looking at what the goals of the client 
is, and then using some well-crafted tools, and then changing bits and pieces of it, like a snap-on tool, mm-hmm. so that we can address the problems, financial, regulatory, and business that the clients have. And what what what's a typical client look like for you for for the for the people listening? If they like what you said, they like and they're like, oh, you know, I, I am I a good am I a good client for Larry? What does your typical client look like? It's it's generally a client that has fifty or more employees and is in a positive tax position, i.e., they have to pay taxes. Uh, whether that is a pass-through entity, which would be an S-corporation or an LLC or an LLP partnership or a C-corp. It can be a large, closely held company with family uh, layers of ownership or it can be a publicly held company. And particularly over the last three years, we've been doing a lot with large nonprofit organizations uh, just because a entity is a nonprofit doesn't mean it's making money so that we're also working a lot in the healthcare systems large groups of doctors hospitals ACOs and I hate using initials but ACO stands for uh, accountable care organizations that was generated about eight years ago these this is another application of what we're doing also in dealing with the center for medicare medicaid services uh, there are hoops that the vendors have to jump through and we're able to assist them go through those levels in the most economically efficient fashion mm, got it and uh, how, how do people, if they, you know, they're listening to this and they hear the type of client and they they want to follow up with you, how do how do people contact you? What's the best way? A uh, couple different ways. I do not have a website. I'm kind of a, a a dinosaur in that way. However, I am on LinkedIn, as you're aware. And if people want to mix my metaphors, friend me on LinkedIn, they will see I've got over a dozen articles that I have published together with um, podcasts, not as good as yours, but still uh, gets out there with the story, showing examples of what we've done uh, as recently as complying with the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, uh, which is affecting everyone everywhere today. And my cell phone is 240 604 Six nine four five. So we're happy to respond to any and all questions uh, at their convenience. And I'm on the East Coast time if it makes any difference. No, that's great, Larry. Um, well, hey, I uh, so then I, it sounds like cell phone's going to be the best, um, and then website. We're going to ask you to a website one day, Larry. You don't you don't want one, but you're going to have to do it one day. You're like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> is there a reason? I'm just curious. You got you got you got to fill me in. No website. Um, over the years, I have developed a lot of proprietary material, and in fact, I have received a series of patents 
and I do not, while I have my solutions patented, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of inventive attorneys and insurance people and accounting people out mm. there. I do not want to have my intellectual capital out there easily accessible to people yep. who then try to um, get bits and pieces of it and goof it up. So this is, while not a guarantee, mm-hmm. uh, by not being by not having a website, it reduces my um, appearance to the outside world. And then with uh, the patents behind it, it provides me with a, a additional sense of security. Having said that, um, it's only if I'm out there and servicing the client that the mm-hmm. client's going to stay anyway. So yep. we earn that client's business every day. I love it. Yeah, no, I love it. And obviously, a website's not getting you the uh, not going to get the work done for you. But I figured there was a backstory to it, so I had to ask. I know you're a very thoughtful individual, so I can tell. Um, so I had to ask. Uh, well, hey, Larry, no, it was a, but fair question. My grandmother taught me there's no such thing as a stupid question. <laughs> love it. Well, hey, Larry, I really appreciate you coming on the show and giving us some of your background and also um, some of your tips. And definitely, uh, if anybody out there is looking for uh, the type of solutions that Larry has to offer, don't forget to uh, give him a call. Um, And also, listeners, thank you for your time. And as always, if you'd like to apply to be part of one of my upcoming books or if you'd like help publishing your own, just head on over to my website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author. Uh, Larry, thank you for your time again. Have a wonderful day. 